What's up, guys? Welcome to the Honest Tattooer Podcast. My name is John Mesa, and I'm joined by my co-host, Matt Triano. Hey, how you doing? And we're back on another episode. We're glad you are here with us again. Another week and a new year, most of all. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, guys. Thank you guys for all of you that have supported us through the past year, and we have a lot more stuff coming out for you this year. And this week... We're by ourselves again. Again. We ended the year by ourselves and we begin the year by ourselves. It's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, I think wasn't our, our last episode actually was with, um, with Emma. That's right. That's right. Emma was here with like yes. the last episode and that was a good, that was a really good conversation. I want to start off by saying, guys, like this video right now. Go like, go share and make sure that you're following the podcast on YouTube we really appreciate it. Every bit of subscribers on that really means a lot to us. And if you are so kind, please join us on our Patreon account. There's a lot more stuff that we share there that you guys don't get to see on these open kind of things. A lot more private talks. <laughs> yeah. So we have an after show on our Patreon that we, uh, that we put on every week or just about every week. And lately it's really been the before show. We always kind of warm up with our after show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I feel like that's that's good. It's kind of getting the juices going. Yeah, for sure. So if you want to see those before shows, head over to patreon.com slash honest tattooer and you can sign up to become a patron supporter. Every week we like to thank anybody who has jumped on, who's a new patron supporter. And I'm trying to find the name of the person. Oh, you know what? I don't even need to find it because I remember... Metal Fingers. Metal Fingers. Metal Fingers is the latest patron. So thank you very much, Metal Fingers. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds better. Thank you so much, Metal Fingers. We appreciate you. Yes. And everybody else who supports. Thank you very, very much. Oh, yeah. Anyways, the first thing we wanted to talk about, ever since all this Ink Master shit, man, I've been getting such a solid mix of like positive, but extremely negative fucking people out there on the internet. And it's wild, like the balls that it takes, you know, and not just me, a, a lot of other people that, you know, were on the show with me, like the balls of some people, like the kind of messages that they'll send them just blow my fucking mind, dude. Just blow my mind. I mean, that's what happens when you become a celebrity. Yeah. Right. And it's like, now is it, everybody or is it just the people who kind of made it to the end or like, Oh man. Like, like somebody like Joel or Joel. Joel. So, is he um, any kind of hate. I, I didn't hear much from him. I know that like Aaron got some hate just from the one episode that he was on you know, in the very first episode, you know, they're like, Oh, he sounds really cocky just because they used one clip of him saying like, I thought my tattoo was the best. It, they, they took this little clip in real life. He said, this he says like we're like we really think you really think your tattoo was the best it's like well even if it's not i should feel like i am because like i why would i come here if i didn't think that my stuff was good but of course they're not going to show you the whole yeah. context of what he said you know they used the the money grab clip he's like oh that's <laughs> good that's good let's like, put that on you know people forget man that like one we're people, <laughs> you know, and like some of us, you know, can handle like the pressure or, or the messages better than others. But like, you know, I have some friends that like have sent me messages of them feeling really bad, you know, because of some things that people say to them. And it's like, dude, don't be a dick on the Internet because one, you could hurt somebody's feelings or two, you could come with somebody like me who's going to troll you right back and be a fucking asshole. Yeah. Which I have like perfect skills to do that. <laughs> and for, on a personal anecdote, I had somebody send me a really rude message. And, uh, all I had to do was like click to see who the hell they were. And usually 
if it's a, just a person that's not a tattooer, just like a fan of the show, I'll be nice to them. I'll comment really nicely on something that they say. But if you're a tattoo artist and I go look at your page, man, and none of your work has anything good about it that I can say or anything that you're saying has can hold based on your expertise and your knowledge, man, I'm going to fucking rip you a new one because the balls you have to try to throw shade at somebody when you can't even do nothing like that's insane to me that's just classic insecurities that they're just like jealous of projecting dude. yeah dude classic projecting so it's like whenever that happens man it's like pff, let's it's on it's on you know and like i've had anything from people like talking shit to people once i talk back them like threatening me like they want to come beat me up i'm like get the fuck out of here but dude i wish you come beat me up because i'll just call the cops you know i'm not gonna fight you bro I'm not gonna let you touch me. Too pretty for you, bro. <laughs> like, I'm gonna protect my face. But like, straight up, like, that's just weird. That's just weird to me. I'm like, how are you this invested? You know, I, I, I watch, I watch trashy reality shows. I've never wanted to message those people. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> like, that's true. Like, I can't even, I can't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, dude. I watch a bunch of reality shows, you know? I've never watched fucking Survivor and be like, oh, dude, let me find this guy on Instagram. Tell him how much of a dick he was for not sharing that water with the rest of the group. Like, like get the fuck out of here, dude. That makes no sense to me. It's wild. Yeah, that was that was my bit on that. Other than that, man, I think it's been a great experience and being able to connect with like people that watched on the watch the show and reading people's like opinions about like what was good, what wasn't good, or it's like and, and everybody's entitled to their opinion. I have no problem with that. I think that's fair. Are people? I guess they're still like catching up with the show. I'm assuming there's yeah. people who haven't seen the whole thing yet, or like they're just finishing it now, and they're, now they're coming out to be like attack you about it. Or oh whatever. yeah. 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 Cause it's fresh in their mind. It's fresh, you know, and they're in the, they're like, I feel like a lot of people like to binge watch shows like that. So they yeah. want to just see the whole thing. They don't, they didn't watch week per week. And that's kind of interesting to see people's opinions and how things were and of how my personality on TV is, you know? And then I think it's funny. The, my, my favorite thing is like, Oh man, you see like such a douche or like a dick on the show, but then everybody that was on the show, super cool with you. And I'm like, yeah, dude, cause I'm a nice guy outside of the show. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it's just it's how I am on TV, man. Apparently I come off like a dick on this show. <laughs> I've had a couple of experiences of people being like, man, what, what's going on with you? <laughs> Heather was up at Hudson Valley when, during one of her stays yeah. and she was telling me that one of the guys up there was like, what's it like working with Matt? He's kind of a dick, right? She's like, no, <laughs> no dude, he's the nicest guy ever, dude. Get out of here. I don't know. I think it's just how people, they, they take just one version of you and then that's it. And then like, Oh, that's, I'm going to make this person be this. Yeah. It's like, whatever. It's fine. Something that I've learned and I, I kind of knew this already, but reading the comments in our comment section over the last year, I've really solidified this, that once people have a perception of you, they're going to stick to that no matter what. Mm -hmm. And also they're going to hear what they want to hear. Yes. Whether that was what was said or not, they're going to be like, oh, I, I, this is what I read. This is what I think. And now like all, all bets are off of what the reality is of what was said. Just whatever they want to hear. That's it. And I'm going to argue to the death based on what they based think. Based on what they think. And, uh, you know, I saw this thing the other day. I mean, I wish I could pull it up, but it was very good. And it's about whenever. Oh, yes. If you guys haven't ever came across a guy called the Gestad guy on Instagram. I suggest that you go find him because he's freaking hilarious. And it's G S T A A D 
Gestad okay. guy. And it's this guy making a parody of this kind of person. And uh, basically he was saying kind of like, whenever you're doing something right, you're going to find people that will dislike you. And that's as simple as I can say with like that, what he was yeah. trying to say. Whenever you're doing something, people are going to find a reason to bring you down, to mm -hmm. dislike what you're doing because it, it triggers them. And it feeds back to what you're saying. Like their own insecurities come, come out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, oh man, like this guy is putting himself out there. Why is he talking like that? Like, why is he, why does he think that he can do that? I'm like, you could too, man. No one's stopping you, bro. Like, you know, like, fuck, just go talk. You know, if you have people to listen to, cool, man. You can't worry about, you know, what people are going to think about what you're going to say or anything like that. Cause then you're not going to be, you're not going to be genuine. Right. If you're worried too much about how people are going to take what you say, then you're going to be too much of a politician about things where you're just like, oh, I don't want to lose that base, you know? <laughs> so I got to constantly edit how I say, so I don't make these certain people happy or these people angry over there, you know? So it's like, you know, just learn to just speak genuinely. And some people might like it, some people might not. And, you know, that's what it is. It's how you know you made it when you've got haters. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Plain and simple, man. Plain and simple. <clears throat> so the thing that I wanted to talk about was no shows. Oh shit. Yeah, dude. And it's the 6th of January. Yes. I've had three days of work this week. Mm -hmm. Two of those days I had no shows. Damn. And actually while we were setting up just now, I got an email from the guy who no showed me today. Oh shit. What did he say? He goes, my sincere apologies for missing today's appointment. Firstly, if you need to take the deposit to make up for the lost time, I completely understand. Well, yeah, fuck yeah, you're not getting that back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please let me know what's best either to send you a new deposit and how to schedule our next session. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, guy. I started, so he was going to finish or at least work on a sleeve that I started in 2019. Oh, shit. And I haven't tattooed him since 2019. Sheesh. And this is probably the fifth time that he's either no-showed, canceled, or rescheduled. I'm I'm done. Dude, but- I, I'm done. I'm going to tell you this right now. It's five times, you know, I take $300 deposits. Dude, you want to give me $1,500 for fucking nothing, dude? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's sick. I'm like, I'm like, just think about it like that, you know? It's like, this guy is willing to give you $1,500 for nothing. You know, I know it's nice. Like I told you that today. I was like, just think about it like that, man. Just, you know, you got it. The easiest day at work, you know, you got a paid day off. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. But I mean, either get the $300 deposit or you get the $1,500 payday right then. And Correct. There. It's a big difference. Absolutely. Big, big difference, you know, and you also, you know, you get to do your work, you yeah. know, you get to do what you said at the end of the day, the best thing, you know, the only upside to it these past two days of coming in and not having anybody to work on. Well, actually, am I allowed? Uh, no one told me I'm not allowed to say this. <laughs> I have an upcoming project with Tattoo Smart. I have to do a couple of stamps for uh, a new brush set that's coming out. So I got to work on some of their, some brushes. That nice. I, yeah, so at least I got some work done, but yeah, whatever. It is what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's, Whenever I've had like a, a cancellation or something last minute like that, I always see there say like, oh, sweet. I get either a day off that I needed, you know, especially when it's moments where you're like fucking slammed, you know, it just, it's more, you feel it more on times like this when you already had, you know, a no show yeah. during a week and you get another one. You're like, this guy's getting kind of like 
his no show hurts double, you yeah. know, because of the other person. <laughs> exactly. so he, it's like, you're even more mad. You're like, you're the second one this week. You're an idiot. You know, man, I, I was telling you before, I haven't had a no show in years. I think since I set up app Toto where yeah. people get reminders, I haven't had a no show. Same, same. I feel like if people have been way more on it and if they can't make it, they immediately like send it through the app Toto, like, you know, and, and they say like, Oh, I can't make it. Yeah. You know? Oh, so actually I want to put this out there because my no show yesterday, I don't know if we should like send out alerts or whatever, but this girl had an appointment with me. She booked months ago. So originally she goes, I have a spot on my leg, do whatever you want with it. I don't care. Just fill the space. I'm coming up from Virginia. As long as you can finish the tattoo in one session, do whatever you want. Cool. That was the initial conversation. Mm -hmm. The beginning of December, she emails me again to follow up. She goes, Hey, I still want to come for my appointment. You can still do whatever you want, but I changed the placement to my chest now. Same thing. As long as you could finish it in one session, it's not email her back. The original spot on her leg was only about this big. Oh, wow. And I email her back. I'm like, Hey, that's awesome. I would love to do a big chest piece, but I'm not going to be able to do an entire chest piece in one day. Yeah. So I was like, let me know what you want to do. If you want to still do your leg, if you want to come back for multiple sessions, just let me know. So I know how to prepare for this. Never heard from her again. So a couple of days go by and I email her back. I'm like, Hey, you know, our appointment's coming up. Just want to follow up, make sure we're both on the same page. No response. So now she gets an automated text message for a reminder of her appointment. She doesn't confirm. I have her Instagram name is tagged in the bottom of her emails. So I'm like, all right, I'll send her a DM. Cause I know that she DM me once before about this appointment. I'm looking for her DMs. They're gone. Wow, dude. I, yeah. Does anyone know? The phone number, wait, there's, there's more. There's more. <laughs> there's more. The phone number that she has listed in the contact for her appointment booking, not in service anymore. Man. She had another phone number at the signature of the emails. We called that number and that was a tattoo shop. She used to be an apprentice at. She's not there anymore. Oh, they don't man. know where she is either. Damn. So if anybody knows uh, her Instagram name is Butterwinks. Butterwinks. Her name's Mallory. If anybody knows anything about this girl, I hope she's okay, but. That's so wild. Yeah. She just disappeared off the face of the earth. Yeah. <clears throat> but her Instagram is still there. No. Oh, it's not there not at all. There. It's just, that's also gone. Yeah. Everything got deleted. Maybe she joined a cult. <laughs> like that's the only thing I could think of. Like, maybe she joined a cult. So yeah, I hope that everything's okay with her, but that's I don't know. wild. Or she changed her Instagram name. Change her Instagram, her phone. Like her phone's not in service anymore. You you call the phone. It's like boop, 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 boop. Yeah. The whole like, service anymore. damn, that's wild. Maybe yeah. you spoke to a ghost, man. <laughs> you're talking a ghost to who a paid me $300 yeah, deposit. Yeah, you're <laughs> talking to a ghost the whole time. Like this girl never existed. Oh man, that's wild. That's wild. Honest Tattooer is brought to you by Ink Maps, the ultimate tattoo app for tattooers. Upload your image and instantly read dominant colors and get precise color matches for any tattoo ink brand. You can mix colors, see how they look on your client's skin tone, and even explore value isolation and stencil creation. Compare brands, dive into color properties, and achieve perfect color harmony every time. Import your palettes into Procreate and Photoshop, plus conveniently attach projects to clients for future reference. You can simplify your tattoo process with Ink Maps. Download now and revolutionize your artistry. Use coupon code HONESTTATTOOER for 50% off your first year subscription.
Honest Tattoo is also brought to you by Tattoo Armor, literally the best way to wrap your client at the end of the day. No mess, no adhesives, and they are super comfortable. You can try it for yourself by going to TattooArmorUSA.com. They were able to hook us up with a 20% discount for our followers. Just use the code HONESTTATTOOER on your next order. Introducing the Tattooer Health Club, your secret weapon for longevity in the tattoo industry. If you felt the toll tattooing takes on your body, the pain, tingling, or numbness, you're not alone. Founder Jordan is a tattoo ergonomics and therapy expert with nearly a decade of experience. He's pulling back the curtain on our broken healthcare system to empower you with knowledge. So say goodbye to dismissive doctors and gain the confidence to care for yourself. Join the club, access Jordan's free book and customized warm-up routine. It's for serious tattooers and don't miss the Ergonomic and Therapy Secrets Masterclass. It's time to prioritize your health and set yourself apart in this evolving industry. Get started today at the Tattoo Health Club and let your ink shine. That's right. Use coupon code Honest Tattooer to get 10% off your warm-up routine or your self-paced masterclass. I've, I've seen like a lot of, a good amount of people like uh, kind of reflecting still on like sl- slow season. I'm like, my guy, it's been slow season since like freaking months now. It, we're just in a slow time of our industry. Um, when was Ryan on last? Because um, I feel like he came on to talk about slow season. That was a couple of weeks ago at minimum, right? Yes. I, I'm going to say that was. Was that around Halloween? Yes. I think it was like right before Halloween, maybe. Okay. So it's over two months. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, like what? It's still going to keep going. You know, like the economy just doesn't really show any signs that it's going to be like magical, like change anytime soon. I don't think that that's going to change things. And it's still, the industry just gets more saturated. There's going to be, there's a lot more tattooers that are really good. If you're struggling out there, you got to figure out a way to stand out. Even here at No Idols, you know, there's some artists that stay continually busy and some that don't, unless you can reflect and think of like, what can I do to change this for myself? Because at the end of the day, man, like there's more artists popping up and a lot of them are good. You can't keep doing the same thing over and over and think that shit's just going to magically change or that it's just like, oh, the season, like, of course it's going to get a little busier when the weather gets a little nicer. There's more people on the street, more people looking at skin, more people see tattoos, but that's going to happen every year, man. You know? And if you're trying to, I know for a fact, like, you know, for us that have kids, like you're trying to you have kids and try to feed a family. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not going to cut it. We're like, well, slow season kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's not going to work. You know, like shit, man. How to beat slow season. I'm going to tell you guys to just really work on, on your clientele a lot more. I feel like that's, those are the people that are going to take care of you for the rest of your career. You know, keep building your clientele. Something that we talked about in the, what it will be the after show is like, you know, like I, all of my clients have my number, you know, they can reach out to me. I know that sounds crazy to a lot of you guys, but they all have it. Why not, dude? I'm not a, not a fucking A-list celebrity, dude. I'm just a tattooer, man. I feel like that's what a lot of tattoo artists got to wrap their head around. <laughs> You're not special. I'm sorry. You're not special, you. my guy. You're not special. <laughs> like, no. Um, and like, like, you know, if, if you're not willing to offer great customer service as well as great tattoos, to there's somebody out there, probably a younger tattooer that's really good, that is. And if 
people are not going to get it from you. They're going to go somewhere else and get it there. They don't want to hear that. Oh, well, this is not really my style or this is not really like what I'm looking to do. Like there's too much of like early tattooers trying to be artists, you know, like they put the artist too, too much in front of, they put the artist in front of the tattoo. Yeah. And it's like, nah, my guy, you're a tattoo artist, not an artist that does tattoos. So like, you know, humble yourself a little bit, realize that you are here mainly to provide a good service to people in a place where there's so much competition. You got to figure out a way to stand out unless you're a fucking tattoo wizard that you're just so good that people just fucking flock to your doors, you know, to be first in line and get one from you. Then you're just another tattooer, my guy. And I know that sounds shitty, but that's just what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's what it is, my guy. I got nothing to add to that. <laughs> yes. you're right. So, you know, get it together, people, you know, work get a little harder. Together. Get it together. You know, stop fucking around. You know, I tell that to myself all the time. I don't know if you noticed, cause I catch myself doing it all the time, but it's me obviously. But when I was drawing in front of you all day today, mm-hmm. I don't know if you happen to notice, you know, you were focused on the tattoo that you were doing. I'll draw a little bit on my iPad. Five minutes go by. Let me check my Instagram. All right, stop. Let me stop looking at Instagram. All right, let me draw a little bit more. Let me check my emails real quick. And like after doing that a couple of times, like I tell myself, like you're fucking, you're fucking off. Stop being an idiot. Yeah. And just get to work. And I feel like a lot of people need to tell themselves that because unless you're dedicated to putting out consistent good work, you're going to get left behind because there's people out there who are doing consistent good work and they're hustling their asses off. And if you think for a minute that you can kind of just mosey on through, you're going to get, you're going to get beat. Yeah. And like, you know, exactly what you're talking about, dude. Like, you know, you're trying to draw, but then like your brain is going like, oh, fuck, check your Instagram. Fuck, check your email. Oh, you got a text from your wife. You got to respond. Then that sidetracks you completely. Yeah. My dude, there's somebody out there that's popping out there <laughs> and not breaking concentration for six hours. It's like just yeah. going, dude. Like, you know, I was talking to a few people, non-tattooers, and they were talking about siblings and school or, and dude, I feel like half of the people that are going to college right now, they're fucking on something. They're on some kind of Adderall or focus medicine so they can just stick to it, yeah, you know, and get it done. I'm not advocating to use anything, but that's what people are doing. That's what you're competing against because people are using performance enhancing shit to be able to compete in the marketplace. And then you just got to play in your head. I'm so excited. (laughs) It's wild. You know, one thing they got advertised to me the other day on Instagram was like uh, a clock. And I was like, what is this? And I was like, it was like a little timer clock where it basically was like a little round thing. You turn it to increase like, you know, it's like a cool timer, you know, it's like a step up version of like the old school, like crank timer that goes, yeah, ding, you know, but it was a cool, like a, like a cooking timer. Yeah. Kind of like a, but it was like a very cool version yeah. of it. Magnetic. And it was like all of the whole ad was like, you ever find yourself getting distracted and blah, 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 blah. Use this timer, set it, be like, I'm going to work for, 45 minutes, turn it on, put it right by there. Don't stop working until you see these, the timers, you know, go. Something is a visual aid like that sometimes helps you stay on track on things. If you give yourself a timer, like for me, if I have my client right there with me, you know, I'm like, oh fuck, stay drawing, stay drawing until you like get it done. Cause it's like, 
they're right there. They're waiting. So there's like that sense of urgency. It doesn't give me stress, but I'm like, I know that I'm like here to perform, you know, it's like, it's the time to do this. Talk about marketing a product that people don't need. Right. Yeah. Like, I got there's watch. a timer on your phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a timer on your phone, but I feel like, you know, it's like, if you see a timer on your phone, you're like, Oh, maybe I should grab my phone. Or what if there's yeah, like, yeah, right. you know, or if like the timer's on your phone and you're looking at it and then you get that little alert and you're like, Oh man, I need to grab that. You know? Yeah. So I feel like it's a way to kind of like, I mean, there's also clocks on the wall. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. yeah. But I feel like lately we've been uh, heavily, uh, going backwards on certain things. Like I saw a product today that was like, add this to add a keyboard to your iPhone, like to add a physical keyboard to your iPhone. If you want to want it to feel like an old Blackberry yeah. from back in the day, <laughs> and, you know, and I, my favorite comment on there was like, Steve Jobs is turning in his grave right now. <laughs> like he worked so hard for people to get rid of that. And some company just made one, but it's like, Sometimes, you know, some people do like a physical touch, you know, I know yeah. there's people that miss having like the home button that they can touch and they don't want to slide and stuff like that. Yeah. So I feel, oh, boom. Ooh. So talking about staying on track, we discussed this a little bit a couple of episodes ago where someone asked us how to manage life. And I've been thinking about that ever since that question came to us. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I typed into chat GPT everything that I've been doing, like this is the time that I wake up. This is the time I got to put my kids in the bus. This is the time I leave for work. This is how long my commute is. These are the days I work and how long I work for. And I, everything, all the side projects that I'm doing. Yeah. Threw it all in the chat GPT. I said, hey, make me a calendar. Like make me a weekly schedule that I can stick with and still have time to hang out with my family and do whatever kind of fuck around that I want to do. Mm-hmm. And man, this thing gave me the perfect layout of what I should do for how long and still give me time to have a life outside of work. It's perfect. Damn. So good. Damn. See little things <clears throat> that you can use chat for. I like lately have been using it. I'll basically write a caption for my reels. And uh, after I finish writing it, I'm like, I give it back to <laughs> I'm like rewrite this and optimize, optimize this, you know, so it's better for reach engagement, SEO and all that stuff. And it rewrites it and it still sounds very close to what I want it to sound like. And the more that I teach the teach it the way that I speak by like, you know, writing as I write, then I can just be like, Hey, write, write this in my style. And, and I, and I have this one chat that I've been using for a really long time now. So it has that memory of like all of the information that I've been given it. So it's gotten way, uh, way smarter. Okay. That's, that's, so how does that work though? So if you have one chat that you keep changing the topics on it, it doesn't get confused. I don't. Whenever I'm using different things, I use different chats. Okay. You know, so I have one chat that's called, that's called like a social media expert. Okay. You know, and that's the whole basis of using chat GPT and creating your own GPTs, which I still haven't had, I haven't done because I haven't had the time to like start creating a very specific GBZ, but I've been doing it just like that. Where I just like have anything that has to do with social media, it's in one. And anything that has to do with the podcast, it's a different one. I got it. Um, Whenever I have a random question for it, you know, like if I'm doing something, instead of like going to Google, I'll just put it in chat GBT and I'll ask a question. And And will you have all those questions in the same chat or would you start a new one for a new question? Yeah. If it's for a new question, like I'll just start a new one. You know, usually when you go to the page, it'll just start a new chat. Yeah. as default. But if I know that it's about social media and it's for like, uh, 
tattoos. I'll do one. If it's my one for like a fashion related thing, I'll do a different one. And it'll, and it's in a nose based on the past information. Even like when I, when I write descriptions for certain things, like, oh, but if I, you can give it like a model. So you can say like, oh, this is the format that I, that I like. Remember this format. Mm -hmm. And then you can say later, like, hey, this is information. And I want you to rewrite this based on the previous format. And it'll know. Right. And then it'll so much faster. Just easy, easy as hell. It's crazy how much, how smart it's getting and how fast it's going. And like, uh, I think we were talking about it the other day about like how it understands emotion. Mm. And that's the part that's weird. You know, like it start, it understands, it understands like a little bit of like, like if you say, Hey, write that and make it a little bit sad or make it happy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it gets it, you know, like it gets like what words are more emotive, like, you know, and, 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 and our, you know, terms or, or of like, Oh, make it more like trippy, psychedelic, silly, you know, like it just gets it, yeah. you know? So I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. Cause Siri don't get happy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Siri doesn't understand what happy means or sad or mad, you know, or anything like that. But GPT knows. GPT knows. I'm trying to remember what I actually did tattoo this week. It was early. Oh, man. So wait, was it Tuesday? I almost had no tattoos this week. Oh, shit. And Tuesday, I originally had... I'm remembering this now. Tuesday, I originally had an appointment for someone. I don't know who it was. They had to cancel. So I'm thinking, all right, whatever. It's like, I think Tuesday was the second. I was like, yeah, I'll just take another day off yeah. after the new year. Whatever. No big deal. So for a week or two leading up to that date, my wife, Nicole, she was like, are you going to fill that date? You're just not going to go to work? Because she knows like- Usually when somebody cancels on me, I'm on, I'm trying, You're to, fill on trying spot. to fill that spot really well. And I was like, eh, no, you know, it's whatever. I'll just take the day off. And she knows how I am. She's like, I know you don't want to take the day off. <laughs> I'm like, nah, whatever. And it's so funny that like something in the universe is just telling me to keep that date available. Yeah. So Tuesday rolls around, I'm at home and I live an hour away from home, from the shop and Caro texts me. She's like, Hey, you coming in today? I'm like, no, my appointment canceled. No, your appointment's here. You're like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> who is it? And then she tells me who it is. And I'm like, fuck this. And she goes, yeah, she just flew in. I'm like, what are you talking about? So the girl that I wound up tattooing on Tuesday flew in from Ohio. Mm -hmm. And I, I I rushed in here. I got here as soon as I can. I started tattooing her. Um, I did, what did I do on her? Oh, I did a meerkat. Yes. I yeah, meerkat. I remember this one. Yeah, so I did a meerkat on her. It was really fucking cool. So I tattooed her for a couple of hours and she's pretty quiet. So we didn't really talk much. And then at the end of the day, she, I, I apologized again. I was like, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I forgot about the appointment. I don't know what happened. It just wasn't in the calendar. And she was like, Oh, you know what? I was thinking about it. We may have not had an appointment today. You're like, what? Like, <laughs> she goes, yeah, normally our appointments are on Saturdays. So maybe instead of on the second, it was supposed to be the 27th and maybe just the seven got knocked off of like an email chain or whatever. I'm like, oh, all right. And then I looked and sure shit. She had an appointment for the 27th. The 27th yeah. But uh, she flew she in. She booked a flight. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, we did it. We're here. That's wild. Yeah. Dude. That's so funny. Damn. <laughs> so yeah, I, I almost had no, no tattoos at all this week, but. Yeah, it would have been a, a it would have been a bye week. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a bye week. Oh man. 
Like uh, today I did a tattoo. Oh man, that thing was challenging as fuck, but I, I enjoy doing tattoos that like push me to do. It's funny because like the last episode I was like, oh man, I don't want to use like three liners anymore. Oh uh, yeah, that was things pretty nice. <laughs> Yeah, and then everything I did today was like with a three liner, like three and like my bold line was like a tight seven. And, but everything was like a three liner on a sternum, but it's what she wanted. You know, she wanted like a cool kind of like dainty kind of tattoo, like in the middle. And it was the sword in the middle was like, a sword from Lord of the Rings. Okay. It's like cracked. One of you nerds probably knows what the hell it is, you know, but I don't know what it is, but it's a, it was a, it was a cool design, cool idea. Doing those tattoos is so nerve wracking because you never know how they're going to sit. Yeah. You know, it's she sat like a rock though. And she sat, there was not one moment where she flinched or breathed too hard or anything. It was just like easy and it made it a breeze. And is one of those uh, designs that like, has flourishes and it's so symmetrical that it, like any little thing would have just made it terrible, yeah. you know, but I was, I was pumped that I, I was able to just focus on the work and take my time and make it look super clean, super nice. For the end of last year, I put up back piece and I was like, I want to do more work like this. If anybody's interested in doing these bigger scale pieces, hit me up. And I got a couple of people who wanted to do the design that I posted. And then after the first one claimed it. I, um, I started telling people, it's like, I'll do something similar. And then people are like, oh, I, I don't really want that, but you know, I do want the idea of a back piece. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I booked a couple of back pieces for this year. So I've got a couple of big projects. Mm-hmm. And I also wanted to do something similar as a chess piece, similar to what you did today, like start off as a, a floral piece in the center, but kind of branch out. Yeah. And then I was thinking, I've seen some really cool ones that are f- like floral pieces. They start at like the sh- front of the shoulder and kind mm-hmm. of work their way in. Yeah. And I want to do a couple of designs that kind of will allow me to do bigger chess pieces because they're hard yeah. and I don't really get to do a lot of them. Yeah. Not a lot of people want chess pieces. I don't I mean, I get it. It's pretty. It's like, one of those. It's a, commitment. it's a commitment. They hurt and they take time and they cost a lot of money. Yeah. They look fucking cool. But they look super cool. Like uh, when I got my front done, like I knew that I wanted to get like a nice full front, you know, I was like, I want to do the full front. And making that decision early on was one of the best things that I did. Cause at that point I didn't have, I only had like arm tattoos. I had nothing in the middle of my body. I was like full front, full back, big thigh pieces. Like I'm not going to go small. And that was a great choice. And it's like, if you can, if you're a tattoo collector or if you're a tattooer that has clean space on them, like, I think that's one of the best choices you can make. Like, you know, go to an artist you really like, respect, want to learn from and go big. It's the equivalent of going to school. <laughs> it's the equivalent of going to school, you know, go, go get tattoos fighting with a lot of knowledge that can pass on to you and, and you can just learn from them. How do you feel about the look of, imagine a traditional sleeve. So you've got pieces scattered all around, but that as a back piece. Uh, I've, I've seen things like that on certain people where it's like a lot of different little kind of pieces put together and it looks cool. I feel like the only times that I appreciate it and thinking that it looks good is when it is a composed like flash, like a piece of flash that everything is placed. Has at least a level, a little bit of symmetry to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Has like a little bit of symmetry to it. They're like, uh, like it looks very intentional at this 
even though you have individual pieces, it's still like one cohesive piece. Yes. Yes. It was planned. Like yeah. even if every piece was done little by little, which reminds me of like the, the piece that I worked on yesterday, which I started a sleeve. It's going to be a sleeve of these, uh, there's five deities, but it's, we're going to do four and it's a snake. No, it's a tortoise with a snake tail, a tiger, um, a dragon and a phoenix. I did this before on uh, a female client of mine and she got these four deities with like their Asian symbol. I think it's Japanese symbol. Like uh, she did like, they represent like North, East, Southwest. So she got them in, you know, same in her body, on her body in these spots, right? Mm -hmm. This guy wants them on his arm, but still same. Like, you know, like these have to go where they're supposed to be. Like one represents like, you know, it's like fire, earth, water, they'll represent all those things as same as the directions and stuff like that. And uh, when we started the the sleeve, we only did the tiger. But the first thing I did was do a really rough sketch of where every piece was going to be. Right. And then after that, I asked them, we can start, these are the ones that are going to overlap. These can, are going to go behind these two in these different spots. So which one of these two are you willing to start? So like, we started with the tiger, which was like, we started to sleep on an inner arm, but it makes sense based on where everything else is going to be. Mm -hmm. um, and you can, you don't necessarily have to start a whole sleeve, like doing the full line of everything, as long as you have the plan. And in, in, a, in a situation like that, where if you're trying to do a back piece, even if it's something that you're going to put together little by little, just having like a very rough, like just layout sketch of like, oh, these were the things that are going to be like, now it makes sense of how I'm going to build this. So it ends up looking like that. Yeah. Then it works. You know? I'm going to make a comparison. Like I always do that has nothing to do with tattooing and probably nobody else can relate to, <laughs> but it's like laying out tile. Oh right? shit. So when you're laying tile out, you want to do a rough layout. Like let's say you're doing something easy, like a backsplash yeah. on your kitchen counter. You want to lay it out on the counter itself and plan out for where's your outlets, where's anything else that you might have to cut around your ends. You don't want to have like the left end be a full tile and your right end have a half a tile. Like you want to make sure that everything is laid out perfectly before you start doing one tile at a time and gluing it on. Yeah. Cause you're going to get to the end. If you don't plan it out, you're going to get to the end and sure as shit, you're not going to be perfect or you're going to have to cut something out in the middle of the, like, your whole layout and you want to let you want to plan it out first. Same thing with a back piece. Just think of yourself as a tile and grout guy when you're <laughs> designing a back piece. It's funny because like one thing that I, it's like when you're doing, um, when you're hanging up a bunch of frames on your, at a wall in your house, you know, like the best thing to do is put them all on the floor and yeah. rearrange them. You're like, oh yeah, I'm trying to get all of these to fit together and keep a nice shape. It's better than if you put them on the floor and lay them out. Then if you like start just hammering them, yeah. the they can end up with a bunch of fucking holes yeah. in there. They don't make no sense. You know, it always works out that way. But man, I love tattooing tigers. I love tattooing Japanese stuff. You guys want to get that stuff for me? Please come. You know, I'm down to do anything always. But the stuff that I like, it's, it's what I like. It's where my passion lies. I think a good way to wrap this show today would be to reach out to you guys and just say, this is going to be pretty much, this would be kind of considered our, our second season of Honest Tattooer, you could say. Yeah. You know, um, and uh, we want to bring you guys more things and we really like to know like what kind of things you guys want to hear about, what, what you guys want to, uh, who you guys want to see on the show. We have some people already lined up this year starting off pretty much next week. 
So it should be a, a pretty action packed next couple of months. But uh, should we announce those people or should we keep it a surprise? We'll keep it a surprise. All right, you got to pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep it a surprise. But we have a, a quite a few guests coming through. We would love to know like who you would want to see here and what you guys will want to hear us uh, talk about. Not just we know that a lot of the guys that are listening to the show are like a lot of new tattooers that uh, are trying to get, you know, information about technical things about tattooing. But I can tell you guys this much. There's not much technical shit that we can give you like through a podcast that you can't already get through like a million other things out there that to me still are just not it, man. You you really need to get your hands dirty with tattooing. You need to be around people. And uh, I had a really nice message from someone that told me that, you know, after watching me on Ink Master and him, he talk about tattooing that it motivated them to want to start tattooing. And I was like, good for you, man. Like, good luck on your journey. That's all I tell people when they tell me that, you know, he said like, Oh, you know, there's not that many shops in where I live at and there's not, you know, so I'm going to just try to wing it, you know? And I was like, I was like, well, you know, that's going to be a hard road, but still try to find your tribe, man. Cause if you find, find your tribe might take some time, but it'll be well, well, well worth it. You know, if you take the time to find people that are going to, you know, push you and motivate you. Apparently people think that we do give valuable technical information. Maybe we got tagged in someone's story. I don't know who this girl was, but Mm -hmm. I I clicked on it and she was talking about how she was like, Oh yeah. You know, if, if, if you want to learn how to tattoo, there's a lot of really good information out in the world. And she tagged us. And then she tagged another podcast, I think. And she was like, you, you can learn a lot of information from, from, these guys talking about yeah, us. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I mean, I, I thought that was really cool that we got. Tattooed. Yeah. That's I, awesome. I don't know how much information we're actually giving as far as like how to tattoo. Yeah. I don't think there's not a lot of a how to tattoo, but it's really cool <clears> that people <throat> find what we're giving out as a valuable like learning source. Yeah. I appreciate that so much guys. Cause I feel like, you know, the biggest thing that we try to give you guys is inspiration, right? Inspiration to be the best version of yourselves, be the best tattooer you can be. And to really devote yourself to this craft because it's a beautiful one and it's a long journey of learning. And like, you know, we've been doing this for many, many fucking years already. And I still feel like I'm learning a lot from both people that I work with and old timers, you know, as you could call them, you know. And it's crazy because I've been tattooing for 17 years and I'm not an old timer. (laughs) <laughs> so like, you know, think about you guys that have been tattooing for like three years to five years where you are to the people that are old timers. Yeah. You're just a baby guppy. Yep. You know, you're a hatchling. You still have a lot to learn. Yeah. If there's one closing thought that I could kind of give everybody is that you should never think that you've learned it all. Right. As, as much as you think that, you know, there's so much more to learn and you should never stop progressing. And honestly, the, the moment where you think that you you're the best that you can be, you're done. Why even, why even try anymore? Why even try anymore? Right? That's what so, you're going to, you know, I think it was, uh, I think, damn, I, I, I'm going to misname who this person was. I think it was a famous painter or sculptor. And he was at his deathbed. And the saying is that, oh man, I'm so sad that this is the end of my life. Cause I just started feeling like I was starting to figure it out. 
<laughs> and how old was he? He was like an old man. Yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, you know, he'd been doing it for so long. Uh, I'll, f- I'll try to find out who the hell that was. But like, that was just so inspiring to me. I yeah. was like, man, did that his whole life. And towards the end of his life, he was like, I felt like I was trying, starting to get it, you know? And now my life is over. But man, I feel that way. Like every, <laughs> every couple of weeks, every couple of months, I feel like something new clicks. Yeah. And like, I've been tattooing just as long as you have. And I remember thinking 10 years ago, I was like, oh man, I'm really starting to figure it out now. And I still, yeah. still just starting to figure yeah, it I'm out. I'm starting to figure it out right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like, man, that's what you guys should feel like. Hopefully for the rest of your career, like you're constantly on the search to find a better version of yourself. That's right. all that it is. So with that, have a great night, guys. Night, guys. Take care. Take care.